welcome to the Laughing Monkey yeah, Music yeah. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have George. We have Mr. Rhino Bucket himself. How are you doing, man? Good. Good. Really good. <laughs> it's been a little while. Um, I'm glad we can talk. It's, it's you know, I'm glad you're back. You, you, you've been busy. Monster Rock. Yeah, cruise. yeah. We did. Yeah, we did uh, Monster Rock Cruise, which was great. Um, before that, we did Europe. The European tour in, uh, I want to say January. Yeah. And it feels like it's busy, but obviously you went from like almost retiring and then COVID. Yeah. Pretty shortly after that. What got you back? I mean, did this, were you like just totally bored? Like at some point where you like to just feel the need to the calling to come back? I mean. <clears throat> well, you know, when I first, you know, quote unquote retired, my intention was to retire. And not so much retire. I, it was. I was never gonna stop playing music, and I. I don't right. think I ever made that really clear to everyone. It's like I was gonna do music. I just didn't want to do Rhino Bucket anymore. And mm -hmm. the only reason for that was that um, the amount of sacrifice that I'd asked from everybody over the years had been pretty tremendous. Yeah. And the uh, reward, other than getting to play all over the world and having a great time you know, playing your music and enjoying and all that wasn't all that great. And I was burnt out and there were other reasons there. And so we stopped. And then uh, uh, COVID came and everything kind of like got really weird. And I was just like, okay, um, I want to do something. Because like when I stopped with Rhino Bucket, I got a job and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, kind of like, it was really weird for me, but it was kind of like cool to see how the other half lived. <laughs> well, that's you what I'm know. saying. You live two different lives, and it's gonna be hard. It's like it's like working second shift and having a family or third shift. Like it, you you have something, but it's not the same as everybody else. But you're still trying to maintain it. And it, yeah, you know, so, toward yeah, like a lot. Yeah, so I got you know. So I mean, it was cool. <clears throat> and then when I called everyone, I said like, "Hey, you know, you guys want to do it?" And, and, uh, you know, pretty much everyone with the exception of Brian had not been doing jack yeah. all, <laughs> you know. So, um, so the, yeah, that, that kind of worked out. Um, I think it was good that we took the break because I think it gave everyone, a, especially myself, an appreciation of, like, you know, being in Rhino Bucket and getting to do Monsters of Rock and, and getting to, uh, you know, tour Europe and getting to make albums and all that kind of stuff. You know, when you're not uh, sitting on the beach in Costa Rica with a bunch of playmates around, you kind of, not that I want that, you know. I mean, I did at some point in my life. Now, yeah, I just want a good retirement plan. No. Um, <laughs> kind of a good old 401k plan. I know, yeah. You know, like, how are my stocks doing? Um, so, but I mean, I, I grew to appreciate the band more, so that kind of worked out. Good. So when I came back, I was like, like you know, re-enthused, and I think everybody was. So, you know, we were uh, to come back. Yeah, there. we were. Uh, we were supposed to do the European tour the year before, but it got really weird with COVID in Europe at that time, where it was kind of like, and the scheduling was different because the year before we were going to fly directly from Zurich to the boat. And we got like one of us test positive in Zurich or a week before that. No one's yeah. going to the boat, including Brian. And yeah. Brian's like, 
hey, I'm in this other band called Kicks, and they're going to be uh, really upset. <laughs> you know? yeah, so we, uh, put, we pushed it back a year, and that was a good move because, uh, you know, the, the COVID restrictions were pretty much gone. I mean, they were gone. And yeah. uh, and there was a big chunk of time between the tour and, and the Monsters of Rock cruise, so everyone was happy. Well, I, I think it's a good celebration, and I think actually with the announcement of um, Kicks retiring, it's kind of good now that it keeps Brian busy too, because you know, yeah. his other gig is going away. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. But I understand it. I had a brief conversation with Steve about it. Not really. I mean, I I know Steve, and Steve knows me, and I, I would say that we're friendly and, you know, yeah. More than just acquaintances, I guess, but not you know, not like Anything. we hang. Well, you know, like, you know, yeah. like with me and Ron Young. Ron Young is a great guy. Yeah, but we, you know, we're not going to get together for a cup of tea or anything like that. Um, <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Right now, Except, but I, I have to call him. <laughs> but um, you know, I understand. When He's a very uh, physical especially because I you know? I've done it already. Because I when you're when you're ready, you're ready and. And the only thing, like, I, I hadn't talked to Steve about it because it wasn't my place to say anything, but I did talk to Brian. It's like, don't shut the door completely. Yeah. I mean, you can shut the door completely now, but for, your for like, within the band, you know, don't, this is not the time to, like, that thing that pissed you off 27 years ago, don't bring it up. Just, like, <laughs> let's, let's leave oh, everything, like. Oh, one of those, oh, by the ways, yeah. <laughs> Remember that time in fucking Biloxi? You know, it's like <laughs> here's your payback, castle. No, so yeah. um, because I mean, I'm pretty I'll sure that uh, special shows or something at one point. I mean, I think it's I think it's gonna be hard for you guys if they wanted to. Yeah, I don't you think, guys are as rockers. Though. I'm saying with, with the see, examples, want to do it, you know? Yeah, and also, I mean, like with the examples that have been set by even the you know the, the largest bands in the world, you know, no one's gonna crucify you if you call it quits and then you come back. You know, but 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 a year, two years, three years. You can't call it the but final as long as you're not taking and then like have people. Yeah, fly well, everyone does. Yeah. No, I'm talking like the crew with the, the big media thing. Oh yeah. If you're not gonna do, you're not gonna <laughs> do it, say look, we're retire and then later on and say, you know what? I kind of miss playing. I'm not gonna play as many dates. And you know what? A lot of people in regular jobs come out of retirement and they go work at Walmart part time or they go work somewhere else because it gets boring and you miss what you do. Yeah, and, and and working it kind of makes you feel like you have some kind of value, and when you're not it doing you that, the doing fuck something out of the house. You, well, there you, you know, go. Like for me, it was yeah. getting get you know getting out of the house because after a while, I was kind of like, wow, my circle of my environment is you know three places right now, and you're like, <clears throat> and you're like, at first it's really nice because you're not traveling, you're not dealing with all that crap, and. You're not dealing with contracts and having to talk to everyone. And then, but after a while, you're kind of like, wow, this is almost like prison. You know, someone like you, especially, you go everywhere, you know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a shame about kicks, but um, if they want to come back at some point, I'll be the first one to applaud it. And if they don't, hats off. I mean, they had a phenomenal run. I'm going to tell you one frustrating thing about that is they came to my area. Couple of weeks ago, a couple months ago, maybe I got there early. It was a free show, but it was from the casino, and I must have been like twenty people short of getting in. So I stayed to hear them. 
they sound phenomenal because it's like the outs. It's the Wolf Den in, in Connecticut. Uh, actually, okay. Sun. So it basically, it's, they have the bands come in. They pay the bands really well. And they set them up really good. It's a good gig for a band to come in. You guys should do it. And then everyone comes in for free and then gambles all night. It's a really good deal. Right. I just couldn't get in to see them that night because it was people must have gone really early to pack that place. Right. So I missed seeing them because that would have been the last time I got to see them too. So I was really bummed. So I just hung out. Oh, they sounded great. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't, I was not on the floor, but because it's, it's an open area and they, the, the amplification, you know, you're, you can still see everything. It's in right. the round. So it was, I could still hear them and, and see them, you know, but it wasn't the same. That's yeah. my only disappointment for kicks. The only thing. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? So, you guys are actually now, and I think I just heard you say, actually, I just saw some footage that you, you're going to be working on a new album. Yeah. Well, what happened is we started <coughs> um, last year. We started writing songs, and we got to a point where I was um, kind of sending out the songs mm -hmm. to uh, outside people to get their opinion and kind of getting to that point. And it slowly but surely dawned on me. And I don't know what the rest of the guys felt, but I mean, like, you know, the songs that we had just weren't up to um, up to the standard that they needed to be. I don't I don't know what there was. I mean, like, there were some good parts. I think the best quote was from uh, a really good friend of mine, a very talented musician and a producer and all that, who said, like, you know, out of these songs that you got, you guys probably have three or four really good parts. But, you know, that's it. And you know, this is out yeah. of five, seven songs. And I'm like, okay, so he just said, like, uh, you really got to bear down and go back to the drawing board on this one. And I know in the past, there's been times where we've had, like, reverse engineered albums where, like, we had a deadline because we were going to Europe mm -hmm. or we're doing this or we're doing that. Or the, or the label said, like, hey, this has to be done by this point. And so then you, like, which is sometimes good because you end up, like, really putting the pressure cooker on and you do your best and you can get some good stuff out of that. But um, so we're we chucked all that. We just you know I would think a deadline it, would make it crazy. Files and put them in the trash can and hit delete. And we're really? gonna you know we're we're starting fresh. We got some stuff going on, so it's gonna be a little bit longer. I I really wanted the album to come out in January. That would be at this point a miracle, but miracles happen, so it might be it might still be able to happen. And uh, all that, but my main focus is I want the album to be really, really good. And you know, tours can wait, everything can wait. You know, um, if we play Monsters of Rock Cruise or Monsters on the Mountain, that doesn't really affect the album one way right. or the other. I mean, we could, you know, it's just a week or a weekend, depending on which one it is. Uh, but you know, you don't. If you're in that mode, you don't want to go and you know, prance about Europe for five weeks. Cause when you get back and you're like, how does that song go? You know, so I think it would definitely like the attention span of a gnat. So it's, you know, I, once we're in that studio, we got to finish it. Otherwise I'll, you know, just wander off mentally into somewhere else. So, so that's where the pressure would be for me. I'd be like, I don't know if I'm not feeling this riff and I have to deliver it in another week and I don't feel it's there yet. It would put me over the top because I'd always feel like I didn't get to do it. And, and now this year with COVID, everyone, all your peers have all done really good albums because finally everybody had no deadline. Everyone's right. spouses or significant others are like, all right, it was great for the first month. You need to go to band practice. You need to do something because right. you're making it crazy. 
this extra energy. Yeah, my wife was my wife was the same thing when I said, like, yeah, I think I'm gonna get the band together again and do some like gigs and maybe tour Europe. And she's like, Yeah, you should go. Like, you should go like tomorrow. Like you're driving me fucking nuts. <laughs> well, I think so they, like, they, yeah, they, they, right. well, I think, yeah, she probably has it a schedule, they get their own thing. Like I remember when I was start working second shift, you kind of come home, you're like, when you're home those couple days or nights or whatever. The family kind of goes to your schedule, sort of, because it's kind of special. It's kind of a weird thing. But when I'm not there, yeah, mom and the kids, they everyone, the whole family had their own schedule. So I came there an off night. It was just, you know, man. So we all have our spots, our stations in life, and uh, <laughs> yours might be be in front of a microphone. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. But I yeah, think, maybe, I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's you, okay. You're gonna slow it down a little bit though, so you know. You'll burn out. No, no. I mean, like, <clears throat> no. I mean, we don't. You know, one thing that we are doing is we're kind of like refocusing. We're we're playing the whiskey in L.A. on July twentieth. Yeah. Um, the only and, date, uh, right? The only date out there right now. So far, right now, it's kind of a test run with the new bass player, um, and uh, Sean. And so, um, well, it's not it's a, a good test name. run with him, um. Sean, that's a good name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a good name. Uh, it, no, I mean it's not a test run with him. He's a great bass player and all that. But to just like kind of see where we're at with the whiskey, because what we want to do is, well, I mean, like what I want to do is I'm going to start playing in America again because we haven't done it for eight years. Mm-hmm. You know, Europe for us is a little has gotten a little maybe too comfortable, too easy. We have really great management over there, Teenage Head Music, and they. Uh, you know, it's a phone call. It's like, okay, these Let's are the dates we're available. And then they tell us, like, well, these are the dates that it's going to be. And we're going, okay. And you just fly over there and you just do it. There's no, like, thought process involved. But, you know, I mean, there's places that I'd like to play that we haven't played in a long time. And people I'd like to see, you know, from, you know, Ohio to Texas to, you know. The East the Coast. East New England. Coast. And, yeah, we'll do a New England, you know. I'd love to see you guys. Yeah, I just want to, I'd like to tour for extent, or like, and then probably not, we probably wouldn't even be touring, more like fly-ins, mm-hmm. you know, because touring in America is hard. Like Europe, it's not hard. Europe, you can do seven days a week, and we often do. You know, you can play a Monday night, Tuesday night in Europe, and people will come down to the show. You know, playing a Monday night or Tuesday in Phoenix, you know, for us, at our level, good no, luck. I think it's everyone at your level. I think I think the new economics of every band that would play pretty much play a monstrous of anything right now are mm-hmm. the flying dates. A, it's a it's not as big a gear thing anymore because you can kind of take your guitars with you. Like I actually go back to Brian again. Brian has guitars scattered amongst the United States for flying. Like he actually with his family, <laughs> he's got them. You know, he flies them in. He's got it all planned when he's doing kicks. You know, I, so I think. You can travel really lightly, get a good back line, make your money, and not have to fly because, you know, a band would be like you play one place and then then you have to play somewhere in between for gas money, and the show might have been even cheaper. Right. The fans are like, well, wait a minute, why are we paying this? And you're like, well, we just need gas money to keep the truck going to not affect the economics of the band. The value right. of the band fluctuates. Now with a fly-in, you have a price, the value's there, they better see you because you're going out again. You're not going to be at five other towns around them every year. And that's right. Also, I mean, it's. I mean, like, if you get into the nuts and bolts of it, I mean, you're not, you know, you're not carrying 
a vehicle, you're not carrying back line, you're not carrying yep. hotels and all that. Because when you do the blinds, you know, you you put the you know, like we need ground transfer from the hotel to the venue. Oh no, from the airport to the hotel and venue and back. You know, we need hotel rooms, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so yeah, it also becomes much easier. But because we've been gone so long, we kinda have to, you know, knock on wood that <laughs> hopefully get this uh get this uh, whiskey thing, you know, a good start so that people see that there's, you know, the buyers and promoters see like there's still interest. And then hit some places that we've, you know, done well in the past and, you know, we're coming back and blah, you know. Again, all this would be easier if we had the new album under our belt because that'd be something to, you know, entice people to come down to the show with. And so we're trying to like, coordinate the whole thing. I just yeah. want to do it in an intelligent way. I just, you know, I just don't want to go out there and, you know, kind of like not have all the you know eyes dotted and teeth right. crossed and i i, I know, respect hopefully. that i can see you as a because you're an artist and you're not like a greatest hits performer thing so you want to have new product but but from yeah. fans in the u.s you really haven't had a lot of coverage around here in a long time and the fact that you're back playing again is exciting for us just to get a chance to jump back in the pond and, and get some music with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, we did... So, so for the yeah, fans, it's some... like, yeah, we'll just come see you. It doesn't matter if you do Alberta yeah. right I now. I don't know. I mean, the same thing Same thing was in Europe. Uh, you know, we didn't have a new album with us, but it was one of the most successful tours because we had been gone for five years and people just wanted to see us play again. So that's cool. So, yeah, I mean, the, we're, we're going to definitely try to do some America before the album, you know, obviously, because that whole thing is now becoming the bane of my existence, but <laughs> it, it will be solved. How, how are we do, So like, have you guys started practicing with, with Sean, with the new bass player stuff and getting ready? Cause I know, cause he didn't do monsters. No, right? we're going to start. In. He didn't come in for monsters. Gonna, though, right? In monsters, it was Greg Smith. Okay. Greg Smith's a, a good buddy of mine. We had both played in the, uh, on a Hellion tour, you know, Ann Bolin. Yeah. She's a hell of a singer, a hell of a singer. Uh, and Simon Wright was in a band, and uh, Scott Warren and and Max Maxwell Max with three three X's. He was a great guy. Uh, <laughs> so that was fun. But that's how me and Greg got to know each other because you know we met there, and then we ended up um, uh, you know just keeping in touch, seeing each other here and there. And then when I needed a bass player for Monsters Rock, I called him. Because I I knew him, right, and I knew him very well, and I knew that Greg was the kind of guy. Greg met Brian and Dave at our sound check, and we had never rehearsed. And when we played, it sounded like you know this band had been on the road for a while together. So it was really nice. He's an amazing guy, and so Sean, and you know, and then later, I mean, it was after I'd already like committed with Greg that this conversation started with Sean about you know like. You know, because he's like lives really close to me, and that was another thing that I really wanted to have is the opportunity to you know rehearse in a rehearsal studio because we haven't done that in like probably ten years. You know, we you know on the European tour we locked out, uh, went dark on the first venue the night before. They were very gracious and we rehearsed there, but the oh, wow. band hasn't actually been in a rehearsal studio together for you know probably a decade. So I want to get back to that because that uh, also sparks creativity. That doesn't might help an album, yeah, too, right? Yeah. Well, I think it got confusing because, like, 
uh, you know, Runbuck is not a gossip type band, which is why a lot of us love you guys. So when you also are like, yeah, you know, actually, I think it was like Facebook. You're like, enough about my toaster. We have a different lineup change. Right. <laughs> <laughs> which is like the, the craziest, you know, twist in a conversation. <laughs> nice segue, right? I was, yeah, I don't, I don't think you'd ever do any better. And, and and then like they had you know, a temporary bass player and then you announced somebody new and then it was like that's it mm-hmm. you know which i think a lot of people are like well, why is there a temp player if they're going to be a new you know what i'm saying because all around the same time it was all announced so i think it caused a little confusion in people you know to begin with you know changes aren't changes are hard for people i think it's exciting yeah I no i yeah i, 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 I probably could have i could have handled that better but at the time like you know i was just um covering my uh covering my ass so to speak because i wanted to make sure that we were the best we could possibly be given the circumstances and we were and we're going to be the same with sean so it's cool well i think that's the thing it's just a big change because for some for a band who used to somebody for like long term everyone mm-hmm. kind of gets like oh my god but, but the fact that yeah. no, you know it's like well there's a lot of things that could have happened and it, we don't even need to know, get into it. I mean, because life just changes. You just do different things. It's not. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean you know? I'll, I'll, you know, address that really quickly because people keep asking me and I, I'm, I kind of just like, you know. If you want to, that's cool. I was just going to say. No, I mean, it's, this is going to be like such a generalized thing because that's fine. I'm not going to get into it. But I will say this, that it had nothing to do with musical ability. It was There's no question about that. It's just a. You know, the path, the world had run its course. And, uh, yeah, you know, it it also really, <laughs> really didn't have that much to do with Dave or Brian. And, you know, because I can't speak for them. I don't know. I still don't know how they really feel about it, but I don't really care because I, you know, unfortunately, no, I mean, the brutal <laughs> reality of it is like, this is my fucking band. So, you know, um, and I love them. And I listen I to them and I take their advice and I take their time into consideration. But uh, this was a move that I made and uh, I felt it was the best for me. I felt it was the best for the band and I felt it was the best for Reed. I think it was, I thought it would be a better environment for him not to yep. be in this band. Like, like, you know, I mean, great player. Um, wish him all the best. We just, you know, leave it at that. And there was no drama. There was no like, you know, no one, I'm never going to say anything no. negative about Reeve, you know, or anything like that. And I, if he does about me, I don't really care. I doubt he would. Uh, it's just, you know, like I said, the, the road, road ran out. So that's cool. And uh, I wish everyone the best. It's kind of the same thing that happened with Jackie, you know, I mean, just, it was just time like this wasn't going to really work going forward. But again, phenomenal musician, and I still talk to Jackie all the time, you know. And the same thing with Greg. Originally, you know, Greg's doing great. He's producing Metallica. So I yeah, think he made, Greg, Greg he not, made the right uh, move. Holy moly. <laughs> like he went from you guys to like producing like every monster album. <laughs> well, no, okay. there was a there was a chunk of work he did before, you know, between there that was like no, but I mean, he, he did Black at, Sabbath, right? He did like the he did the the reunion album, the thirteen. I think he, um, he, has, he worked on it. <laughs> I don't know what His I don't credentials know. Credentials are on it. I don't. Yeah, he did. Uh, I know. He, yeah, he he did a lot of artists and like, a lot of good stuff. You know, throughout the thing, and he's super talented and a super great guy. And 
him and his wife are good friends of my my me and my wife and yeah so uh you know we're still friendly and uh he's uh he's a very helpful ear to sometimes run things by especially musical ideas like real quick it can go like yeah. hey man what do you think about this and you know and he because we've known each other for so so very long and all that he can be um uh how do i say it very very clear and honest which is like what you want people right. think that you want a pat on the back and all that kind of stuff but you don't i mean like it doesn't matter how hard you or how long you worked on a song as long as um you know someone says like hey dude you you can you can work on that for the rest of your life it's not it's just never gonna happen and that's what you want to hear and then yeah. there's other things where they hear like you, you know, you have something, you know, like, ah, then I got this and I don't even know. And they're going to go like, hey, no, you know, you should work on that because that's that's got something. So it's really cool. And I've got a number of people like that that I really respect that I run stuff by. It's hard to say that, to someone, though, like, you know, to like if respecting you, like on a small level, people send me stuff and, and I'll and I'll be like, well, what do you think? And I'm, I can be pretty honest about it. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I won't lie to you either. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, mm. I'll say, well, I, or I've done things and I've heard of people, of musicians say, you know what? I hear this. I hear the chorus here. I hear this here. Just my opinion from an outsider. Right. But I, you know, and actually some people go on back and take any advice where, because I'll be pretty honest about it. And, you know, I'm not jerk about it, but I mean, it's a, it's hard to say it back though, too, to the artist is what I'm saying. Like, no, you know, yeah, it can be hard. I mean, it's, it's hard, you know, even within the band dynamic, it's hard sometimes because, um, you know, you won't be uh, encouraging, but you also want to point, the idea, right? Is like, you, you don't want to be like, yeah. You don't want to be the guy who always says like, "Yeah, that's another shitter," you know. You know, you can't. It needs to be a safe place. And and like things, I you know, I have a weird like position in that because I've had so many songs rejected over the last thirty what years I've been in the band. Yeah. That um, I understand. You know, it's like it's. It's nothing to me. And some of them I, you know, put in the back burner. It's like, oh, I'll show them one day. You know, then, you know, a year later you yeah. listen to it. It's like, oh, wow, they were right. This this thing's a <laughs> fucking turd, you know? And so, You're going to say that's a double album full of all your off shots on oh, that album? Oh, God. It would be, I probably win a Grammy for comedy album. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. What's great, and actually, so with the songwriting, is it, a, a group thing now or do you kind of like lead the way um, and you take ideas well i mean we've done um i think the last time i you know truly did like any kind of like collaboration writing uh was with greg when he was still in a band like him yeah. and i would you know what do stuff and uh on the last album greg and i did some stuff together again after a long, but, it, but again, that was not really the way we, well, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's always been kind of like that. It's like somebody has an idea. When with me and Greg, it was like somebody has a germ of an idea. We'd get together and we'd kind of bounce off and I'd look, you know, start thinking about melodies and, and, you know, yeah. some good lyrics and all that. And it would work out. And then with the band it kind of morphed in after Greg left, that you know you, we were bringing in nearly completed songs and then the band would jam them out and arrangements would change and all that but there was essentially you know there wasn't um, so much enough song craft the songwriting process wasn't really collaborative uh, it was more of the song crafting like let's take this and 
you know, and mold it into something better that was a group effort. And so I'm trying to kind of get back to what it was, talking to some uh, other songwriters, um, if they're interested in, like, maybe like doing, like, real collaboration where, like, well, you know, if if they're not in L.A. over Zoom or if they're in L.A., we'll get together in a room and actually try to uh, bounce, like, in real time ideas. Because I think, you know, there's there's something to that. And now I don't know what, if, what the results are going to be, if they're going to be any better, but um, I'm, I I got to try it. Because I, what I about kind of like outside writers? What about inside writers? Like writing with like Brian, or, you know, or, or Sean coming in, or have you done that? Oh that yeah, no, I mean like we'll we'll do that, but I mean again, you know, like Dave, Dave's written songs for us, which is always fun. Like the drummer, like what's the last thing the drummer says before he gets fired? Hey guys, I got a song idea. Yeah, no, but but Dave's <laughs> but actually every, he, some... he, he plays his guitar probably right. Like every drummer plays guitar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's written some good songs too. And Brian's written a couple and all that. Um, just, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. But I think I I need, you know, for myself, I need, like, some new blood to come in. Yeah. yeah I, I, I get of, that. I kind just of try to maybe, maybe remind me of, like, who we really are. There's a couple albums where, like, we strayed. <laughs> and especially me with my song. We, you know, like, we... The fact that I grew up on a Beatles songbook became painfully evident. You know, not that they were like as good as Beatles songs; they weren't by any stretch. But it was like, oh yeah, I mean, like, what was a, a, a former producer of ours is like, yeah, those are really good songs, but what the fuck are they doing on your album? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. You know, as long I don't as know you like that. the song. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's good for an artist to write different things and experiment. I just said this yesterday. I support. Metallica uh, doing Lulu. I won't listen to it, but man, I support their right for doing it. An artist needs oh, to yeah. do what an artist needs to do. Otherwise, you're going to get the same album. I mean, you want to do the same album over and over again? I don't think so. It's kind of boring. I mean, some fans no. like that, but it's boring. <laughs> you, no, you don't. I mean, the thing is, you, you don't. And also, the thing is, you know, when you're um, <laughs> 18, 19, and your whole world revolves around getting loaded with any kind of uh, liquid or substance abuse you can get your grubby little hands on and then trying to have a romantic evening with any female you can get your hands on. That perspective is different from when you're 152 years old and, you know, you want to write songs and maybe have a little bit more of a, you know, observer, ob observer kind of may like vibe to it or something like that. Okay. I like this Coca-Cola kick. I don't know why. I used to hate regular Coke. Uh, Coke kills me. It always has. I don't do Coke. On the rare occasions, I would have yeah, I, I have a Jack and Coke. Because I must think the Jack Daniels and the Coke would actually even itself out. You know? But it just feels like right. it's just as rough. You know? But I'm not a big drinker either. So, I mean, I, I, even that oh, nowadays. I don't, I don't do coffee. I don't do... I don't do... The only caffeine I get is from Coke. And I drink at the most... What is this? A 20-ouncer? I drink at the most two of these a day. Oh, no. 16.9 ounces. Oh, wow. That's even better. At the most two a day. And I don't... I haven't had a cup of coffee in probably 15 years. But they say a cup of coffee extends your life. Don't you want to extend your life, George? Don't you want to do more of this? Nope. <laughs> I heard that the last 
I heard the last five years are pretty shitty, so I'm going to skip that part. It's like a pause button is what it was. I think um, the world's gotten crazy. Well, I think you're going to be in for it when you tour America. You know, you're going to see a lot. I don't think it's going to be the yeah. same America you toured. No, but I'm saying. Like, oh, no, it's not. And that's that's a good thing because, I mean, when we did this last European tour, it wasn't the same as it was, uh, you know, when we did the first one, uh, which I don't even remember when that was at this point. But, um, you know, everything changes. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to that. My whole thing is like, you know, there's still a, a group of people or a group that, you know, of, uh, and I wouldn't say, I mean, they're fans, but, you know, that have been shown great patience. You know, and, you know, I understand that not everyone can like fly over to Europe to catch that gig, you know, because, it's fucking expensive, and I'd like to go play for them again. Yeah, you know, you know, some there's some places that stick out like Rhythm and Brews, and uh, mm, I know the town, but it's one of two, and they're both in my head. So it's just it's in Ohio. It's called Rhythm and Brews. I don't want to screw this up, so I'm just gonna leave it at there. But I want to go there. The, uh, the owner's a great guy. The place is a great guy. The people come. You know, it's like a roadhouse. You pull up to it. There's nothing around. And the first time we played there, we were like, oh, my God, what is this? And it was great. And it's been great every time we played there. People just migrate there. And they just, you know, it's, it's a it's great like the center time. of nowhere. And, and everybody knows how to get there. Yeah. And they and they uh, awesome. they have, a you know, the guy who owns it has a really good setup there. And and uh, people have a good time. You know, there's, there's no fighting and all that bullshit. And. That's a, that's where I want to go again, and there's a, you know there's a number of those scattered throughout you know United States, and also to play the whiskey. I mean, I love the whiskey. I mean, we've been playing there for a long time, so uh, that'll be good. It's it's weird. I mean, like I'll go and play, I don't know, Slovakia, and not give a shit. I mean, I mean, I won't have trepidation about it, or right, I right, won't right. get nervous, you know, in a, wherever in the world. But playing in your hometown. And you're like, oh man, I cannot suck tonight. You know, <laughs> you're like, oh dude, you know, there's people here that know me. It's like a boxer, right? You don't, you don't want to be doing, you don't want to lose your big fight in the hometown because you're only supposed right. your last fight. The last thing yeah. everyone's going to remind you is sucking in that bad note. Like you could have all these years of awesomeness right. with the last thing in their mind because everyone's going to come out to that show. With your friends. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. There. And they're going to be like, what no one's going to see you in Des Moines, uh, Idaho, or something because it was, you know, right. And the whole thing, there's some people there that I, I guess are coming that haven't, you know, even though we played here, haven't seen the band play in 20 years, you know. So you're like, wow, well, it's a little different now. <laughs> We're not, you know, uh, you know, we used to jump around like a bunch of wild ferrets, just much less of that, <laughs> you know. So, but. I'm really looking forward to it. And this is the thing. It gives me, like, inspiration to, like, keep going and, and you know, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of nervousness and that kind of stuff to, like, you know, do what you love. But also, I mean, like, you know, so you're not just sitting in your bedroom and, you know, writing the next great American rock album that no one's ever going to hear, but you're actually going out and doing stuff and, and exposing yeah. yourself and, you know, putting your balls on the train tracks and hope that the fucking train stops out of respect. So we'll see. Well, yeah, hopefully you're limiting how much you're exposing yourself to your, to your audience. <laughs> that would be a different episode. We, we, 
I think it's it's I think it's good. And I, I um, how are you? And it's always amazed me with your voice. Like, cause like I said, so I just saw a clip somebody did online, and at first people were like, "Oh, cameras are bad, video bad." And I can see it can be awful on some levels, but I also see the asset of somebody that does a show, especially a club show. Like I haven't ever seen you guys live. Mm. So what this person did in, in Europe, and I saw it. To me, it's a plus for Ben because I will see you when you, as soon as you're near me. It would never stop me. But man, I was so happy to get to see that that video of you. That somebody took the time and edited. I've done that to one or two bands myself, actually, and it's gotten a lot of views. And, and, and the point is, I put the band's link right underneath it. Go to the band, support the band. I don't I don't get money from these anything on YouTube, the show, nothing. So it's all about the bands. And I'm hoping somebody in another country is seeing that video and saying, I haven't seen them ever. Oh yeah. This is oh, close sure. as I'm there. Yeah. Cause it's so close. It's not like it's, it's not like it's like in an auditorium and you're like Led Zeppelin 15,000 miles back. And it's like a little dot. Right. It's kind of like, like, rock and right. rock and Rio and, where you're like, which, and which audio, is amazing. Cause you're like, Whoa. But at the same but time, the audience like, is, is it's so loud and it, you can't hear it Cause the audio is really crappy. You're like, right. You actually feel like you're right in the crowd in a club that close. And it kind of gives an extra plus. So whoever, somebody did it. I think they called it, uh, something like bucket full of rhino or something is out there. Uh, it's nice. It sounds good. It's got some good audio. And I really yeah. enjoyed it. I think it's a cool. good holdover. I, I just want to say, for that kind of fan stuff, I think it's great. You know, I think. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's it, it really is. I think at first when it started happening, which is a while ago, we were like, oh, for fuck's sakes. And like every single gig yep. is going to be recorded by multiple different people. And some people are going to be, you know, they're going to stand the entire night right in front of Brian's amp. And you're going to hear that guitar and then something in the background and that's it. Or uh, there was some clip we were playing in. uh, Oh, God, my brain is mush. Bulgaria. And we were doing uh, Long Live Rock and Roll because Simon was with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... uh, the comments were, wow, he really is singing poorly. You know, I'm being kind, right? But it wasn't me singing. It's like I was singing the mic, but the person filming was singing along with me. Oh, God. I've heard those too. <laughs> it, ruins, it totally ruins when you hear them singing. And it was really bad, but I started laughing. It's like, I mean, I, I don't care if they think it was me or not me because people who know me know that, you know, that no, I can time, probably though, sing. But time. But that was like fucking hilarious. I was like, "Oh man, that's awesome." Well, at the time it was awful. I didn't like it either. But I think because it's gotten better and people realize now, and and more people don't post it the same. It's like on their on their little counts. But like the people that really do it, like I've done two, and I've done like I've done like a full thing, the video, the links for the band, the audio is really good. Right. It's flattering of the band. Like I would never I'd cut out things that were bad, the weird things, people screaming. I cut all the garbage out. I want people to see the band and go, wow, they're really good. You know what I'm saying? I want it to look good for right. them. I want it to be I want it to be a precursor to lead them to seeing their show live, saying, They're out here, they're coming your way. You need to see this in person. Nice. I would never dial in and do something horrible. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's also <laughs> actually works good for the band because I like I said, I don't do it. Bands actually get can get paid for that too, because mine's a whole show. So the two artists that's on mine. One of my shows got thirty three thousand views on one of them recently, a couple months ago. And they get paid for all their songs. I don't get money from anything on my YouTube. You know? Right. So it's good for the band. I mean, that's, that's a lot of views for a good show that they did. You know. Oh so yeah, it's, absolutely. It's important the band gets paid. And that's uh, you know how it always goes down to it. I, you know, I don't know how you keep your voice after all these years. I, I couldn't imagine you sound. Oh, it's 
don't know. Do you do anything I think, to it? Uh, no. I used to. Very long time ago. But it was all psychological. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, for the most part, I mean, I... I'm I'm fortunate in the fact that I uh, wrote these songs and or co-wrote these songs. Uh, and so what I sang, with the exception of a couple where I was younger and decided to like sing, for me, really high. What a pain yeah. in the ass. Um, yeah, so it's, very nat- it's, it's very natural for me. You know, really? it's like, it's not like if I walked into another band, like I could never sing for Queensryche. I mean, you got to be... You got to have some pipes and a range that's amazing, uh, and those guys are. I mean, both you know, Jeff was an yeah. amazing singer, and I I don't know who the other guy is. I know, but I've I've heard him in yeah, I've heard, heard it, yeah, I've heard yeah, it. He's really time, good. Right? Yeah, he's really good too. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't really, I don't warm up or anything like that. I think, uh, I think Dio was the same. He did like he'd have a Guinness or a glass of wine, and just go out. But again, I mean, he'd go out and have like the the most iconic, amazing, freaking voice, made it look so effortless. Yeah, I mean, just just that guy, a true gentleman and a and a very very nice person, but uh, just like would just naturally have the greatest fucking voice in metal and and probably rock and roll combined. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that I'm I'm not I'm not saying I'm that. No, but I think you are the same attitude as like. Psychologically, I've gone, I've gone myself over the whole worrying about like how's it's gonna do, and you just. But like, you're also lucky. I think do it. You're, you're, I'm saying you're. I think you're in the same food chain as like. Not a lot of singers can do that. They still have to work their voices, and they lose their voices. Or some singers really didn't have their voices in the '80s, and they don't have it anymore. Some people have to work it. Some people right, because I mean, I think I think if. Well, I mean, like you look at the obvious example is like Brian Johnson. I think if Brian Johnson would have been able to you know i mean it worked out for them they sold so many hundreds of millions of albums but i mean obviously if you listen to the stuff in that band gordy and then you listen to acdc yeah i mean he is like pushing the very top 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 of his range throughout the whole album and songs like shoot the thrill are incredibly difficult to sing you know to like you know so that was like you know you're just and he did it forever, so like you know, let's I'll give the guy a break. Um, totally. But yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't warm up or anything like that. You're just like lucky. And also, things honestly, because we kind of structure the set where the first two songs, sometimes the first three songs, are not really pushing it. So that's kind of like my warm up, right? You know, and also I have the like I said earlier, I have the tension span of a gnat. So like if I'll start warm. If I were to start warming up before a show, I mean, like two minutes in, I'd already be like looking at a wall or something and not, you know, what was I doing again? You're like, oh, God, that would be torture. Well, whatever you're doing, it's, it's working. So don't change it. I mean, you got the plan, <laughs> right? Yeah. You got the, the exactly. non formula. Um, <laughs> there you go. I, I, I want to thank you for, I actually want to thank you for being on the show. I mean, I think you're giving me a lot of your attention for having the attention of a gnat. It's had a, a lot of <laughs> I want to. This has been good catching oh, up. Oh yeah! Thanks for uh, yeah, thanks for having me.